Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey guys, we're recording, and we're going to start with some chewing. Welcome back <laughs> to Jews Behind the Foods. I'm Tim Chantaranku. And I'm David So. <laughs> ASMR Ruffles Challenge. Sponsor mm-hmm. us. Ah, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. What would you say, David So, your favorite flavor of chips? Right now, Ruffles um, queso. Just straight queso. It's the like the Mexican queso. They have it as a flavor. It's stinky as fuck. Mm. Like when you open the bag, it smells like shit. Oh. It tastes hella good. Because my previous one to that was the uh Ruffles uh, um, cheddar and sour cream. Yes, yes, yes. Classic. But, but this one is the even funkier and sharper tasting version of it, and it's the queso. Interesting. Hella good, dude. All right, all right, all right. Um, Yeah, I uh, I always fuck with the Ruffles cheddar and sour cream. That was like one of my staples growing up. Um, I also 
Let me ask you this. Do you enjoy salt and vinegar chips? Oh, salt and vinegar chips mm -hmm. with a sandwich is the shit. <clears throat> that's like my top three, bro. And uh, that's number two for me. Really? Mm -hmm. That's one of those like you either hate it or you love it. Yeah. You know, there's like I think there, I saw a tweet go viral one day because some girl was like, I can't believe there's people really out there. Like who is keeping salt and vinegar chips in open? Um, who is keeping salt and vinegar chips in business? And the quote retweets were going in. Like, just like an army of salt and vinegar lovers were going in. You know what I'm you saying? You ain't never had fish and chips, bitch. Yeah, bitch. The fuck? What are you talking about? Hey, whoever <laughs> was in like junior high and high school and would hide snacks in their mouth because they didn't want to crunch it, they do this. <laughs> really slow. <laughs> you know what I used to love doing? I would go to like really tense movies or like scary movies and I'd have my little like like thing of nachos and I'd wait for it to be like really quiet or like a love scene and I'd go <laughs> and it'd be so loud people like fuck this guy <laughs> but um let's see another Whoa. favorite of mine which is like a sleeper hit um Cheetos has this flavor called um jalapeno cheddar uh fucking bomb it's a green bag and one time dog <clears throat> there was this time we were Filming something, me and my boys, PD Flo, that whole squad, and this dude named Omar. Ugh, Omar. I already was annoyed by this guy just from other days of filming, right? So I had my bag of jalapeno cheddar Cheetos on the seat that I was sitting at, right? I left to go oh, no. pee or some shit. I come back into the room, this fool, I was like, huh. Grabs a bag of chips, just starts eating. Doesn't ask anybody, whose chips are these? Can I have some chips? Just starts eating the fucking chips, dog. Dog, you fat fuck. He wasn't even fat. You f skinny fuck. Mm-hmm. Inconsiderate. Let me tell you something. I've been fat my whole life. I would never do that. Never. Never. Who does that? He doesn't even know where to... You could have spit in it. I could have spit in it. I could have had pre-COVID. What, <laughs> what did you say to him? I was like, bro, what are you doing? Those are my chips. No, I probably didn't say that. I think back then I probably like watched him eat and was like, dude. And then later on was like, Peter, what's up with your boy Omar, dog? He just grabbed my fucking chips and didn't even ask. You know, because like. Omar is an abusive household and he hasn't eaten in days. Okay, well, now I feel bad. <laughs> but also, you deserve to die if that is the type of morals you have in your life. The reason why you got punched upside your head was because you stole your dad's chips all the time. Yeah, Omar. Omar. But yeah, um, <laughs> jalapeno cheddar, fucking fire. Um, I was also, man, I remember back when I was a little kid, I used to, <laughs> we thought we were the shit because we could eat um, the hot lays without drinking water. So me and like the kids in my school, we'd be like, how many chips can you eat before you drink water? We'd take a bite. We'd go, ah! And we'd scream and we'd take another one. The stupid shit we would do as kids, it's it's so I was just talking about this on my other podcast where we used to play this game called Bloody Knuckles. Oh, the bloody knuckles is the dumbest. It is guy so you know, you ever see that meme where girls are like when you when your girl thinks you're cheating on you, but you the guy's doing some stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the type of stupid things guys would do. We would play a game called Bloody Fucking Knuckles, and I'm pretty sure maybe kids don't do this now. But the objective of this game is to sock each other's knuckles until somebody gives up. Yeah. And it would fuck up your hand the worst way. I would not play. I did. <laughs> All the time. We played Bloody Knuckles and we used to play a game called Open Chest. Open Chest was so stupid. I, 
we we had to stop playing open chess because somebody one of the homies hit hit too hard like it literally almost caved one of our chests in we're like hey no more we're too old for this shit now because when you get older it was birthday hits mm. Oh, the worst. Birthday hits are fucking... I'm not sure if y'all still do birthday hits, but I specifically remember it was like we were 16 or some shit, and we're like, you know what, guys? No more. Because now now we're just getting jumped. Yeah, okay, so first of all, explain open chess to those who might not know what you're talking about. Open chess is a very simple game. You just catch your friend with the open chest, and you sock them in the chest. If his chest is unguarded, you literally punch your friend in the chest. Sometimes you might say, open chest, (laughs) So fucking dumb. And let me tell you how dumb this is. Me and Rick, me and Rick went, took the theme of open chest, and we never actually played this new game we made up. But in high school, we made up a game called Open Butt. Where we said if if a girl if a girl was bent over or a guy and they weren't they weren't um guarding their butt, you could hump them one time. But we <laughs> So we used to call a lot of them, but we never did it. We're like, open butt. <laughs> Open butt. <laughs> but we never did it. But yeah, open chest was fucking dumb as shit. Um, and then birthday hits were, you know, obviously it would be like if you're, if you turn 12, then you get socked 12 times. Yes. And everybody, here's what would get fucked up is when all the homies would hit you in the exact same spot. Over and over. Ugh. My One of my friends, I, I actually didn't come to school once because mm-hmm. it was my birthday because I, I knew we were going to hit a lot. Mm-hmm. This fool came to my house and beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Being a boy is so fucking stupid. I'm sure girls didn't didn't play open chess. Open clit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> did you guys ever do the uh, uh, a rip? That's a rip. You ever do that? No, what's that? Okay, so some people, they, they, it's it's known by different things in different areas, but we used to call them a rip, where if somebody said something dumb, like that was just inaccurate or it just sounded dumb, you'd be like, that's a rip. And then you would take your two fingers and go, and like burn the back of someone's neck. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, that reminds me of Indian burns. Yes, but it was like that, but you just literally just like, pop on their neck and go. Do, do you know why it's called Indian burn? Why is it called the Indian burn? Um, it's probably something that is offensive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm sure it's because you, you make it so their skin's red. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that Indian giver is also a racial term, too. It has something to do with, like, uh... It's like the giving back the land, land. type of thing. Because yeah. you say these stuff as a kid, mm-hmm. but you don't know what it really means. But Indian giver is, like, pretty... It's like I keep offensive, dude. Remember that episode of Seinfeld where uh, he kept saying racial shit to that Native American girl <laughs> yeah. and didn't didn't realize it? He's what like, are you a a what? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you gave me a gift, are you taking it back? What do you want? <laughs> Indian then, giver? And he's like, he's like, oh, okay, so um, we gotta hurry up and go to the restaurant. I made reserve. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking Kramer goes by. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, dude, that show was genius, man. Yeah, I can literally, um, you know, I think it's one of those shows that you can put on now. I put it now, I still like crack up, you know. I put it on in the background too because it's so conversational. It yes. sounds like a funny podcast. Yes, 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 yes. I um, I low key wanted to start doing sketches like that where it's just me and Rick talking mm. at like a restaurant, and I did a skit like that years ago, where <laughs> it was me and Rick discussing what we think Janae Aiko's butt might taste like. Oh my God. And so it was literally called What Does Janae Aiko's Booty Hole Taste Like? And it was just us sitting at a restaurant discussing it. And then by the end of the skit, 
everybody turns around at the restaurant and they start saying what they think Janae Aiko's asshole tastes like. And I ended it with this old lady being like, I think it tastes like the most marvelous thing. <laughs> no, it was so dumb. So, and it's so funny because a week leading up to when, before I dropped the skit, I was like, got a skit coming out about Janae Aiko's, like what her booty hole might taste like or some shit like that. And she fucking liked the tweet and sent me a little like uh, eyes emoji. Like, a, like oh, emoji right I was like oh my god and then we dropped she's so cute she's so cute and then we dropped the fucking video and I don't know if she was like offended or just didn't think it was funny or inappropriate but she never replied never said shit after we actually dropped the video maybe it was because it got so out of hand at that point she probably was tired of it yeah yeah did you know that did I tell you that she said on a on a interview that she doesn't even like getting her booty ate when she fucking started, she, she started that whole trend. She started the revolution of new of young of us eating assholes, and she doesn't even like it. The funniest thing about this is, do you remember or have you ever seen that Charlemagne the God and Kevin Gates interview? Nah. So, <laughs> Charlemagne the God is that moment where you say something that you think everybody's gonna agree with, but nobody fucking agrees with, mm. and he was like, "Dude," he goes, <clears throat> "An asshole is way cleaner than a mouth. That's why I always eat ass." <laughs> I think it's hella quiet and then <laughs> Kevin James just goes whoa <laughs> 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 that shit had me dying laughing dude that is hilarious um, I think I mean I think I've, I've told this story plenty of times but um, when I was working at Foot Locker me and my boy uh, we were just kind of exchanging old like sh- stories of like our shenanigans with women you know what I'm saying and then I was like mm, 18, 19 at the time. And then we're in the back stocking shoes. And then this dude, Victor, who was one of the like the more grown dudes up at the foot. What was his last name Fuentes? Not Victor Fuentes. <laughs> this guy was Victor and, and he was he was older black dude. And he was up on the one of the top ladders grabbing some shoes or whatever. He heard us talking. He was like, hey, 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 fuck all that. Fuck what y'all talking about. You ain't no real man till you had a girl lick your asshole. And we were both like, <laughs> and we were like 18, 19. We looked at each other like, what the fuck? Hey, yo, chill, bro, chill. <laughs> and, and he goes, and he doubles down. He goes, nah, nah, it'll make you go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he did a backflip off the ladder <laughs> and exploded. And we're like, yo, what the fuck? Where did Victor go? I was never here. <laughs> and he fucking flies into heaven. Have you ever had your butt eaten? I have not. I cannot. I don't like butt stuff. I do not like it either. And I feel like if a girl put her mouth there, I would probably have to, I don't know, pay for her whole college career, <laughs> her children's ch- I feel so bad. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, okay, look, I understand there's a lot of- butts? No. Well, I I get it. There's a lot of nerves down there. You know what I'm saying? According to many sources, our G-spot is up our butthole. But I'm okay. And here's the thing. I poop so much that I just can't disassociate. You feel me? Poo-poo. All I think of in my asshole is just lots and lots of poo. Mm -hmm. And I just don't- There's nothing sexy about that to me, right? Um, There was- one time, Chia kept, like, joking. She was like, babe, just let me do it. Just let me do it. I'm like, no, you will not go near my asshole. And then one day, dog, like, <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I just got the shower. I was laying down on my stomach, like, checking my phone. 
And she was like, babe, just let me do it. You're, 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 t- you're fresh out the shower, you're clean. I was like, all right, whatever, do it then, right? And then she like stopped and like, she, 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 I, I felt her like, just like stop. And then she came, she came up to my face and she's like, babe, you know what? I was seriously going to do it, but your asshole is so hairy. <laughs> Guys' butts are fucking hair. You have to shave down there. This is just guys that just have hair everywhere, dude. And I mean, look, some guys who enjoy getting stuff done to their butt, like I'm pretty sure they keep their buttholes clean. Like, or not not like I mean, look, my asshole is clean as shit. But it's just hairy. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like a dude that might enjoy that. He probably like, you know, shaves his asshole, get his asshole waxed, whatever. But I, you know, I mean, I, I kind of keep it there like as a, a security gate. But you would eat butt though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm down for that. Was the first time you ever ate ass? You know what? It just kind of—it's just kind of something that happened. You know? Same oh. here. I, it wasn't something ever planned. Yeah. It was just there. Yeah. And then because she enjoyed it, we continued. You just kind of keep. Yeah, it's like cool. You know, kind of happens. And especially like, especially like fresh out the shower. It's like, mm-hmm. why not? It's interesting. I never thought that I would have done it, but then when the opportunity presented itself, I was like, I wonder. Because sometimes it's like. This is a cute little butthole you got. <laughs> you winked at me. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, man. See, that's if we're talking about food. Sometimes. <laughs> One of the funniest things that's ever happened. I remember when I was when uh, you know the first time you start having sex is when uh, vagina queefs. Mm. And I tell you this, very immature of me. I started giggling. Did you know? I started giggling. Not she didn't really notice that much because it was from the back, mm. but I. Like giggling. Oh, you chuckled to yourself. I chuckled to myself. Okay, okay, Because okay. it was just like a little hiccup. Yeah. It scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> I was like, what was that? It went... I just felt so bad whenever it would happen with, with a girl. Like, I was just trying my best not to react. You know what I'm saying? Because they were probably so embarrassed. Like, oh my God, my vagina just farted. And it's like, you know, you just gotta, gotta keep it moving. And then when you get older, and you're like, oh, you get a little more experienced, and you're like... This is just something that happens. The body just makes noises. All the time. It's not perfect like everybody thinks. Yeah, man. I feel like we should put more... I'm going to write a, a, a sex scene in a movie where she queefs. And it's going to be a moment. You know what things that people don't realize is that a lot of women have stretch marks. I happen to love stretch marks. Tiger stripes. On the butt. It's the best. Very fantastic. So adorable. All right, uh, picture me and David with stretch marks and we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I actually, um, when I see stretch marks on like a butt or thighs even, I think it's so, I think it's like freckles on a face. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A little something that's like adds a little character to the ass. You feel me? Mm. Um, I think it's cute. And I always, I never saw a reason for girls to be self-conscious about it. Listen, if, if a girl is self-conscious about stretch marks, that's only probably because you met men who have never dated real women. Exactly. Like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And it's because everything is so photoshopped and a lot of these kids who have never actually seen a woman naked. Yes, bro. They're just like, oh, stretch marks. Bro, what, what the fuck else do you think is on? There's always stretch marks. Yes, or cellulite. <clears throat> There's always cellulite. I feel like if you are a fan <clears throat> of big old jiggly booties, which I am, then... Of course, there will be a little bit of cellulite there somewhere. Thighs, ass, whatever. A little bit. I love it. I love it because, you know, it's normal and it feels like I know it's going to be soft and I like a soft booty and some soft thighs. Yes. Were you ever uh, weirded out by buying um, tampons? Tampons? No. See, I never understood that. That made no sense to me ever because they know it's not for you. Exactly. So what the fuck is the problem? It's so fucking dumb. I actually used to, so you know when I when I first started uh, dating Meryl, she was actually shocked because when I'm in a long when you're in long term relationships, there are things that you just do that just make life more convenient. Right. And I would always carry a backpack on me, and the girls would you know would carry like a little clutch or something small. So I'm like fuck it, I'll just put you know whatever uh, tampons and pads or whatever you need in my backpack, mm-hmm. and I would always do that. And I didn't know when I when I said this in the video, people were shocked. They're like, you do that? That's so sweet. I was like, I'm not doing it because it's sweet. It's just fucking annoying every time we have to go stop somewhere and get something when I could just put it in the pocket in my backpack. Right. You know, I wasn't I wasn't doing it out of sweetness or kindness. No. I just did it because it's just convenient. It just makes more sense. But then guys were some of the guys in the comments were like, though, that's some bitch made shit. I'm like, how is that? How do you not know after just eons of centuries of women being around right. that they are going to, I don't know, bleed from their vaginas? Yeah. It makes it way more convenient if I could just carry it. A lot of these dudes that talk that like, that's some bitch shit, that's some sim shit. It's like, they just don't have experience with women like at all. You know, and like going back to what you were talking about, like people commenting on cellulite or or um, stretch marks. I get so annoyed, dog. I get genuinely like bothered because you know i used to have a lot of women in my like sketches and shit and they would be in revealing clothing you know for the occasional bit right and um and i used to hate like genuinely like when these like young ass viewers would be like oh 
you know, she got cellulite or she ain't got no titties. I'm like, bro, first of all, a titty is a titty. Are you honestly like, I know you are a fucking virgin ass boy. If you are actually thinking that you would be have a titty in your face and you'd be like, nah, this is too little. I'm not going to suck this nipple. Like that, that is the you. You got no types of experience. I would never. <laughs> Ever. Pardon me, miss. Take this lackluster nipple away from me. <laughs> it's so stupid. A pox on thee. <laughs> like, bro. Like, you obviously get no type of ass if you are having like these like petty complaints about some ass you know it's interesting i actually hooked up with the girl once because so we were i mean we were at a bar and we were chilling and talking this is a girl that uh i was talking to uh intermittently online mm-hmm. and then uh we met up when i flew out a show into her city so we were just chopping it up or whatever but from from the moment that we were talking till now she actually like lost a bunch of weight but i didn't really care i, I like you know thicker girls mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, I lost a bunch of weight. I was like, hey, you look super healthy. I was like, why'd you lose weight? And she was like, I, I just wasn't feeling really good, and I wanted to get a lot healthier. I was like, that's cool. I mean, she was saying this is somebody who was fat, so I really, <laughs> I right. can't. Really, I, at the time, I couldn't really relate, you know, to, to those type of fitness goals. But she was just like talking about her titties, mm. and she goes, yeah, they kind of like deflate a little bit. They don't look as good as. I'm like, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. And like I said, titties are titties. I was like, <laughs> all women's shape is beautiful in its own way. You don't have to worry about any of that type of stuff. I yeah, was like, yeah. it. not all tits are going to look the same. I was like, that's porno shit. Mm-hmm. She was so turned on by that. <laughs> we hooked up that night. Amazing. And I think because it made her feel beautiful. It made her feel like yes. accepted. But I wasn't thinking about that. I just wanted to let her know, like, yo, it doesn't, who the fuck is looking at you naked and being <laughs> like, oh my God. Right. You know what? I think it's all just, right. It's, I mean, to not be repetitive, but it's all just kind of like, mainstream society the media brainwashing people and i think it really affects it affects women the most of course because at the end of the day dudes are like man i'm horny yeah (laughs) i'm not about to look at your titty or your or your body and be like stretch marks them titties are saggy it's like Put that nibble in my mouth. <laughs> Girls have a have a have a higher affinity to look past like the physical wants than I think most men are, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. they can make an emotional connection with somebody, and that's. That seemingly is a lot more important. Maybe not for girls who just want to hook up and smash. They obviously want something a little more than that. Right. But if you're looking for something a little more long term, like girls can look past a lot of things. I'm pretty sure that every girl that I hooked up with when I was 300 pounds, they're like, they feel gypped. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll tell you this though. Uh-huh. I don't even think I actually said this. My penis is pretty average, <laughs> uh-huh. right? It's not too big, not too small. Oh, I can attest to that. <laughs> He no no, <laughs> but when I lost the weight, it got even larger. But it wouldn't get larger. All the fucking meat went all down. Your, from... All your squishy squish. Yeah, and I looked. Yeah. I was like, Yo, look at this! I had some hidden penis tucked away. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It was like a snapper turtle. Just... <laughs> 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 My final form. <laughs> I was a little shocked. I'm like, Oh, it's a lot bigger than I thought. Well then, no. Well, I'm slightly above average. Well, how about that, ladies and gentlemen? David So, OnlyFans, coming soon? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'll tell you this. If I get a six-pack, I'll do an OnlyFans of just the line of the dick. I th- 
I thought you were supposed to get a six pack last year. I was, but then you keep bringing Ruffles chips <laughs> and the Kahlua fucking alcohol martini made with coffee. You don't want me to get sexy, all right? I don't. You can. <laughs> Because then I, that puts more pressure on me to be sexy. Like, oh, who's that fat guy next to David? <laughs> like, bro, you, like I cannot be the short, the short, not buff one on Send Foods. I can't. I'm gonna get. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking bleach my face, look super Korean. I'm gonna start K-pop dancing all the time. Doug, uh, if I get buff, it's game over for everybody. Okay, I'm goofy and I'm buff. Look at that. I, I would like to, um, I'm actually doing a thing right now. I'm, I'm not eating carbs on weekdays, like starchy carbs, like bread, noodles, rice. Mm. Um, I got, like, I'll have it on the weekends, a little treat. But weekdays, I'm trying to keep it like strictly meat and veggies. Man, I, I want to really do understand. You know what it is? Is because I predicated my whole life on working on my personality and jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know that the idea of working on my looks yeah. is so exhausting. Yeah, because it's never been something that I've ever focused on. Right. And so, like, yeah, I like clothes. You know, I like dressing up, getting the nice fade or whatever. But in terms of like physically getting there, getting buff and shit like that, has never been a focus. And every time I try to focus on it, it stresses me the fuck out. I know. It, it's it literally stresses me out because. I have to look at myself and dislike what I see to want to change it. Yeah. But then I don't dislike it. So I have to mentally switch into something that I don't have. You just have to train yourself to see the truth that you look terrible naked. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> listen, listen, I look like a bag of jello. <laughs> look, people like you and me, right, who have amazing personalities and are confident, it's so easy for us to be like, look in the mirror and be like, Man, fuck y'all. I'm cute. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. that shit. Or, or be like, or be like, man, fuck some muscles. Oh, fuck some muscles. I still get bitches. Yeah. So it's like, work out for what? That's the problem, though. Yeah. That is the biggest problem. It's like, I, I've enjoyed who I am up to this point, mm -hmm. right? So for me to dislike something that I never really cared about, it's hard to get into that mentality. I would like it because look, at the end of the day, I understand if I get buff and fit, most likely I'm gonna get a tattoo because you, <laughs> you have to. Yeah, yeah, that you, makes sense. Every fat person that lost hella weight, immediately chest tattoo, <laughs> arm tattoo, fucking all the time. <laughs> but if I ever do get a tattoo, it's because I lost a bunch of weight. But I, I seriously doubt I'll ever get one, though. Ah, man. I, you know, okay, so here's here's something I kind of have to tell myself, which I think I think I read like a Chris Pratt interview. Because you remember when Chris Pratt was on... um, um Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. He was like, you know, kind of squishy, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. and then he toned up for fucking Guardians and 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 like Jurassic World and all that shit. And I remember him saying something that really kind of made me, uh, helped me get into that mindset of working out and just watching what I eat. And for him, he was like, it was more of like a discipline thing of being able to be like, I have control. I can mentally control. This part of my, like my body and my life. It's like an addiction. It's like an addiction. You kind of have to look at it like that, right? Where it's like, I shouldn't, now I'm super paraphrasing, right? But where he's kind of like, I shouldn't have to give in every time I want to eat this much or eat this. It's like, I let me try and like get this under control and, and show myself that I have the discipline to do it, you know? Mm. And I'm like, and when I look at it as more of a challenge, like that, where like, let me prove to myself that I can do this, then it becomes a thing, which is why I, I do some shit like, I'm gonna not eat 
starchy carbs during the week. Let me fucking show myself that I can do this because at the end of the day, I'm like, fuck, I love food. I want to eat what I want to eat. And I do it because I want to and because I love it. But like in this case, I'm like, all right, well, let me let me prove this shit to myself. That's really good. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. <laughs> I, I had the thing of, listen, I want to eat this. so I'm going to fucking eat this. <laughs> Why right. the fuck should anybody tell me I can't eat this shit? I know. Because sometimes I like look at other people. I'm like, look at this skinny fuck just eating candy. I don't even like candy, but eating pasta and just all these fucking ribeyes. And they're so fucking thin. Ugh. They're just they just got it. I'm not like that. Like I said, I eat. This much, and I poop this much. <laughs> Just wait till they hit 25, dog. That metabolism is going to slow down. Hey, yo, check it out. So I remember conversations with people who were uh, in their 30s, and they were telling me, like, listen, when you get old, your metabolism is going to slow down. Mm-hmm. And so so after I came from Hawaii, I lost like 10 pounds, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I still need to lose like another 30. I now understand what they mean. So mm-hmm. when I originally lost my, my first, my 100 pounds, right? I was like, what, 27 at the time? Okay. And it came off. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing probably a little bit more than I was doing before. It's not coming off like it used to. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Like the amount when you, <clears throat> for some reason, at whatever age it is for you, it might be in your mid-30s or early 30s like me, <clears throat> but your metabolism will slow down. Mm-hmm. And you just have to adjust for it. Like the amount of food that I eat now is nowhere near like how I used to eat, but I'm still not losing the same amount of weight, mm-hmm. which is fucking weird. Dog. It happened specific, specifically for me at 25, and I remember because me and Rick used to go to the restaurants and like go to Tams or whatever, oh, eat the yes. same amount of food, and I was still tiny. And I used to kind of like pride myself on the fact that I could eat so much and not gain weight, right? And then that fucking 25 came around, bro, and it was like, oh, I can feel this in my face and in my lonjas and in my nipples i feel my nipples getting puffier you know what i'm saying and i i had to get to a point where i was like i had to really pay attention now to how much i was eating because that shit was affecting me yeah it's crazy but see and i think for you too because you've never been like big Mm -hmm. it's probably a lot more apparent Mm -hmm. you know because I've been big my whole life, so I didn't know how it felt like to be unhealthy until I lost the weight. Mm. Then I'm like, oh, now when I, you know, be eating some Ruffles chips, <laughs> you know, I could feel the salt in me and shit. Before it was nothing, because when you're in pain all the time, you're always in pain. It doesn't fucking matter. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I, I used to have diarrhea every day. Damn, is that a fact? I, I thought it was normal. I was like, no, everybody poops liquid. Damn, <laughs> she was bad, man. Like when you're fucking fat, you know, everybody. <laughs> Look, I'll just be. I'm not. There might be some comments where they're talking about body positivity. Yeah. We're not talking about attractiveness. I'm talking about health. I had a a heartburn every fucking day. My skin was fucking crazy. My fucking gut fauna was all bad. I was shitting like crazy, like diarrhea all the fucking time, sleep apnea, all that other shit. That stuff has nothing to do with body positivity. I'm literally fucking dying. I got a blood check. They fucking squeezed, they took out the blood and fucking ragu came out. (laughs) Italian guy was like, that's my family recipe. It was was all bad. I got a body scan where the body scan shows you how much much, uh, fat to muscle ratio you have and your bone density. And so the green part is fat and the red part is muscle. Yeah. And that shit looked like the Incredible Hulk trailer. (laughs) 
<laughs> it looked like a Christmas ornament. <laughs> just all green and this this little speck of red on the inside. Damn. And it puts in perspective like the numbers, right? Because we don't really look at numbers. Right. And that was hard. I was super cranky when I had to cut out certain foods. Mm-hmm. Like my roommate at the time came down. I remember he was like, hey, you want to go for a walk? I was like, fuck you, dude. I want to <laughs> fucking go for a walk. I just, I'm tired. Yeah. And he's like, I was just asking you a question. Oh, I was man. I was hangry. I remember I know I mean, it'll affect you, right? Especially when you love food like you and me. You know oh. what I'm saying? I remember when I when I did that, um <laughs> look at this little just Kirby right there. One, two, three chins. <laughs> I remember when I had to lose weight for the Beach Body brand deal. And um Oh that's that's yeah, when he was looking. I was your boy fit. was looking uh Svelte. That's yeah. a word. Look it up. Uh <laughs> It's real. <laughs> That's a real ass word right there. And uh, I was losing. I was, you know, dropping probably like I had lost 20 pounds in six weeks. And Ooh. and your boy, you know, not only was I like toned and like just um, thinner in the face, um, but because I was only really eating like healthy shit, mm-hmm. my skin was mm, popping. Isn't that crazy? It was it was crazy. But he, but the process, though, was fucked up. Right. Because. You know, I was only eating like healthy shit and oh, I was hungry for six weeks. I was hungry and I was like, not, I wouldn't say I was cranky, but I put it to you like this. Me and Rick went from texting each other about like booties all the time, about how good this booty looked and how good that booty looked to being like, man, I just want some chili cheese fries. (laughs) Like our lust for women's turned to lust for food because mm-hmm. it's all we could think about it wasn't open butt anymore it was open gut it was open gut <laughs> it was like oh I have an open empty gut but <laughs> you look so good <laughs> <laughs> oh, but were you with uh, Chia at the time I was I was I was yeah does she ever look back and say to you remember that time you were like hot um so not like that but Mariel does <laughs> She goes, I remember when you had a jawline. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm just watching TV. Did you say that? She definitely does have like a favorited picture of hers from that time when I had just lost the weight. And I went to Jamaica with her family and I was playing volleyball on the beach. And there's one picture of me in like a mid, like about to hit some ball. And I'm fucking sweaty and shiny and I'm like ripped. And she's like, I love this picture. <laughs> She's like, you look so good. It's on her background right now. <laughs> yeah. Because when I lost that weight, you know, um, I was, you know, I was 20 pounds heavier and I, I definitely was kind of getting like, I was like my heaviest I had been, especially like with her. Yeah. And, um, you know, and me and Chia always used to fuck around and, you know, cause she was working out a lot at one point. And my thing was like, I don't want her booty to get all small and hard. And she didn't want me to get too squishy um, just for like, you know, because, you know, I mean, she she thinks I'm attractive and and I love that. Right. Yeah. Um, like I would I would have been low key salty if she was like, you know, babe, looks don't matter. <laughs> to me mm. gain as much weight as you want I don't care about that. I care about your personality I'm like bitch no find me cute <laughs> I never ever looked at you <laughs> ever <laughs> ew so when she like kind of have jokes about like oh no no if, if you know like I, if you gain weight I dump you like when she jokes about that I'm, I like it because I, I, I think that proves to me that she thinks I'm cute you know what I'm saying mm, and that's so, a very interesting way to look at it yeah because like people will be like nah that means she's like a gold digger or whatever I'm like no bro she finds me physically attractive and I like that hey for people who don't know this woman 
is now a gold digger. <laughs> Before, when they met, she was making more money than this fool. I mean, that's the thing. Business owner, owned her own house. Yeah. Everything, dude. So you can't say shit to her. She's a piece of shit now. <laughs> like, literally a piece of shit. A beautiful piece of shit. Not to you. <laughs> but but when they were when they first got together, she was fucking boss lady bitch. She didn't even know what I was doing. You she know didn't give saying? a fuck. She didn't give a fuck. And and that you know and and that's why I appreciate that she thinks I'm cute. And I always we, we used to joke like she'd be like I'd be like yo if you lose too much weight I'll dump you. She's like if you gain too much weight I'll dump you. Because <laughs> I'm like work out man just make sure that ass is still jiggly bro. What's what's the, what's the most weight that you would gain to where you'd be like oh shit this is getting bad. So let's see. So since I dropped that 20 pounds I've I'm like I'm in the middle I've gained 10 pounds back. Um, and okay, so I'm I'm at about 145 right now. I'm like I was 145 when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! But I'm five four though. Okay, I'm five four about 145. Um, when I was at my like when I lost the weight, I was at around 155, and so and that was definitely you could like see it in my face. You know, like I wasn't like, you know, if I wore like a big hoodie, people wouldn't look at me and be like, oh, he's chubby, but. Um, it definitely, you know, I felt frumpier than I would have liked to. You mm. feel me? So I feel like if I got up to like one sixty, one no no like one set oh. one seventy would be like, I definitely one seventy. You would feel like shit. Yeah yeah at, at one at five four for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, um, right now since I'm about to start shooting deliciousness again in a month, I would like to drop like another. 10 in the next month mm, um, that's just specifically for camera specifically for camera because if you lose 10 you'll look like this on camera exactly yeah which exactly. is kind of nuts isn't it crazy i'm in like low key well high key you know on camera i'll look normal in person i might look a little too skinny but that's just how the show goes yeah you when know? I, I used to say this joke when i'm like yo <laughs> i was like, the camera adds 10 pounds and there's six cameras on me <laughs> so don't don't trip bro <laughs> like i'm thin all right y'all imagine david naked and we'll be right back Hey guys, this episode of Dudes Behind the Foods is brought to you by GoodyBrand.com. Tim here, just popping in to remind you that what's a better Christmas gift than some fly-ass clothes? I mean, GoodyBrand.com, we got new hats. Uh, count your blessings. We got beanies. We got new flannels. We got all types of new gear. So go to GoodyBrand.com and check it out. David, so you had two Kahlua coffee drinks and you're looking a little red. Is that from the energy or from the alcohol? That is from the alcohol. <laughs> so we are breakdancing right now because good news, our boy Mike's song, he thought he had lost his dad on a hike and he disappeared, but they found him. So good news. Yeah. So our buddy Mike's song posted on his Instagram that his dad was missing for like a couple of days and he actually has like blood pressure medicine he wasn't taking. So all the homies, we just been posting to hope, you know, find his dad. His dad was found and he was in good condition. How fucking scary is that? Dude. I mean, I think about it now. Like, first of all, I mean, I think he's 70 years old. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, like, why Why would you go out on your own? But did you see a picture? He's a good-looking 70, though. Oh, yeah. He's very healthy. He's, like, fit. If, if my dad went on a... Like, no. My dad would make it the first mile. I wouldn't have to worry about my dad getting lost on a hike, because he's turning around after the first you know, hour, you know dog. what's going to happen? Your dad's going to be missing, right? They're going to start the trail, and he's right there. <laughs> 
Everyone's just way ahead of him. They're like, shit, we lost Tim's dad. And my dad's like asleep at the beginning. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> it's like, well, that was the fastest search party ever. I just pictured Mike Song's dad. Like they found him and they're like, we've been looking for you. He goes, for what? <laughs> I'm here dancing. <laughs> He's like, I'm in my cabin. What are yeah. you talking about? My son is a number one dancer. <laughs> I'm also a number one daddy dancer. <laughs> Mike Song. I did my first ever tour with Mike Song. For real? And Kaba Modern. Yes. Uh, it Australia? Was, it was two cities in Canada and then two cities in Australia. We went, uh, I do believe it was maybe like Vancouver, Calgary, and then Sydney, Melbourne. So, interestingly enough, I heard so many bad stories about traveling to Australia for YouTube at the time. Not anymore. Ah. But there was like a specific promoter that people would always talk about that would fly people out to Australia and fuck them over on cash all the time. And it happened to like 12 people. Yes. Uh, I was on a tour. I went into this in detail on the No Chaser podcast, but we're going to talk about it here on Dudes Behind the Foods. <laughs> There was a tour called the Epic Tour. Me, Brian Puspos, Jay Rise, Lil Crazed. I don't care. Victor Kim, <laughs> um, Auburn singer. Uh, was Mish with us? I do believe Michelle Martinez. No, I don't think Mish was with us, but it was a lot of us, right? Huge Australia tour. It was going to be like Sydney, Melbourne, Perth. Adelaide and some other shit. Okay. And it was this huge thing and we were hyped, right? We get there and it was already kind of weird. It was already kind of like shit didn't feel right because we were in Sydney and we'd be running into fans and they'd be like, what are you guys doing out here? And we'd be like, we have a show and they had no idea. So we're already like, promo is trash like what are you guys doing like how do these how do so many people not know why we're here yeah. you know what I'm saying <clears throat> and so we were already kind of like Ugh, what's going on and then it was it was a bunch of bullshit that was happening dog like we had we were supposed to do a show I do believe this was in Adelaide for example we get there we get to the hotel and they're like um, you can't check in yet. It's too early. So it's a bunch of us just waiting in the hotel lobby. And then they're like, they're switching the venue because not enough tickets sold for this huge like, theater. Yeah, no shit. You did no promo. Exactly. So there's no promo. He didn't sell enough tickets. So he had to switch the venue. And I'm talking about the show was supposed to be like at 7 or 8 that night. It's fucking 6 o'clock. We're in our hotel rooms and fans are tweeting us like, where is the show going to be tonight? I don't know. Like, what is what information? the information? Yeah, dog. So we're in the hotel. Fans don't know where the show is. And I'm talking about some kids bought like $200 VIP meet and greet tickets and shit. And they don't even know where it's going to be. So finally, they announce we're going to do it in a park. We go to the park. We're doing, we're fucking doing songs in the middle of a park. That's the worst. Dog. And there's, there's kids there who had paid $200 <clears throat> VIP meet and greet tickets there. At the same time, there are kids who are just walking by the park and they're like, oh, I know that guy. Come to the show, getting the same experience as the kids that bought the $200 meet and greet, dog. He's so fucking pissed. Dog. So, little shit like that happening. We're getting more and more frustrated. At one point, we got to Sydney. We didn't have hotel rooms. 
I literally did not have a hotel room. Luckily, I had friends in Sydney who I hit up. I was like, yo, can I crash at your hey, place? well, there's a kangaroo pouch you can sleep in, mate. <laughs> he's like, how you going, you sick cunt? <laughs> uh, and he's like, he said, you want to sleep in this crocodile mouth? No. <laughs> so stupid. So we're drinking Foster's, Australian for beer, eating fucking Vegemite to survive. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was so stupid. And like... It was just all these things. People were getting... And, and here's what was fucked up too, right? After all this bullshit was happening, um, we still had to do meet and greets. And so, like, I remember after one show specifically, we did a meet and greet, and a lot of the fans were mad because they were... As they should be. But 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 they were mad at us, the oh, artists. Oh, no, 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 no. Because they were tweeting, and they were like, yo, like, everybody's attitude was like, they were so... Not friendly that day. And I was like, I had to get on Facebook. I'm like, look, guys. Let me tell you what I've been through. Yeah, let me tell you what's happening. They didn't have hotels for us. They switching everything up on us. They didn't have this and this and that. We've been going through some bullshit out here. And the the Facebook page of that company, the Epic Tour whatever, which we, we ended up calling Epic Fail mm-hmm. Tour, um, they were deleting any negative posts. No, 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 no. But no. like, so we had to go on our personal shit be like, look, this is what's happening. This is why we're in a bad mood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking Victor Kim, poor Victor Kim, because <laughs> like we we got we were in a cab. I think coming from the airport, we're in different cabs because there's a lot of us, right? And someone had put his cab, it. Oh, someone took his bag and put it in a cab, and and they forgot to get it out, and so the cab fucking drove off. He had nothing. Victor Kim, you know what he had in this bag? He had a um personally tailored suit from Singapore or some shit. He had a special vintage microphone that he performed with. He had a bunch of shit and he so he's like livid, you know what I'm saying? And everybody was just going through bullshit, dog. And so and on top of that, no one got paid. No one got paid for any of the shows because this guy John from the Epic Fail Tour and Poos Post kept, we started hashtagging, sorry guys, Epic Fail Tour, blah, blah, blah. And then Poos Post started tagging, hashtagging Epic Fail Tour and um, fuckhead John. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just all bad, man. It was it was a mess. Like it, So what happened to that guy? He just disappeared, huh? Word on the street is that he filed for bankruptcy so he didn't have to like pay anything to anybody like the venues he owed money to or whatever and I heard like he was trying to do like a new company I forget but I never heard from him again see this is so I never heard of that story but there was another one that was very similar to that and Mm -hmm. it was was essentially the same thing Mm -hmm. and so because I've heard of that story before and the previous one whenever Australia asked me to come I said no really because I didn't know who these people were Mm -hmm. unless they were reputable Mm-hmm. Right, so it had to be like a club owner. If it was a club owner, they have a venue. It's the club. Mm. Then yeah, let's get it, let's go. But if it wasn't that, then it was just this thing where it's like, look, we want to put together this event now, nah. because it happened to too many people, mm. way too much. I was like, listen, unless that money is in my bank account before I arrive, or at least fifty percent to seventy five percent of it, I'm not going. Yeah. And so the good thing is one of the one of the tours. It wasn't a tour. It was just like a few people that came out. Same thing happened, and I said no to that one. Mm. And so I got lucky. Because I've heard about your guys' previous stories. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. And there's always some Asian people that be doing it, dude. Yo, man, you got to fuck with Mids. Mids in Australia. That boy has brought me out a handful of times. Always takes care of me. Shout out to Mids, my guy. Bring me and David out, dog. Um, I'm you ready. You sick cunt. Yeah, sick cunt. Bring us out. You sick cunt. G'day, g'day, g'day. Do a food festival out there, and we'll host the fucking shit out of it. Yeah, man. Um... Yeah, Mids is a good dude. Uh, he always takes care of me out there. 
Um, and you know, I've only ever had that one bad experience with the Epic Fail tour, but you should go. No, I'm. You know, I've been to Australia once, and very nice. I was there for a quick second though. It wasn't really a visit. Chia actually has family out there. Oh, for real? In Sydney, yeah. Like she has cousins and an aunt and an uncle, and they were at my wedding. And uh, and yeah, they're always like, yeah, whenever you're in Sydney, come. Through. See, that's why I say I never been to Australia because it was just really quick. Mm. Like I didn't get to do anything, so it doesn't really fucking count. I want to go to Australia. 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 Don't even say the R, just Australia. Australia. I want to go to Australia. I want to meet Tai Tuivasa. Who's that? UFC heavyweight Bam Bam Tuivasa. Okay. And I just want to shake his hand. Would you ever do a shoey? What's that? You don't know. Oh, when you drink out of the shoe? Where you take a shoe, you spit in it, you pour a beer in, and then you fucking drink out of it. You spit in your own shoe? Somebody else's shoe. Mm, that shit's crazy, Not dude. Australians' shoes. I don't think I would do it because, you know what? They just, they're stepping on spiders every two feet out there. And like, you know, they're, I feel like Australians just walk around barefoot a lot of the time. <laughs> in the outback. You don't need your shoes. Freaking, um, have you heard of a Tim Tam Slam? Of course. What the fuck is that? A Tim Tam Slam, you bite the corners off of one side and then the opposite side and then ideally you sip um, either a hot drink, like a coffee or a hot cocoa through the cookie, and you let the warm liquid melt the inside of the cookie, and then you eat it. It's supposed what to be really good. Yeah, so somebody, um, bad gal, cast cast, she hit me up, and she says, you gotta do a Tim Tam Slam. Mm-hmm. And then she started sending me this long instruction. I'm like, this shit's too fucking long to read. <laughs> like, what is this shit, dude? But did it's she, supposed to be fire, huh? Did she do it after we had the Tim Tams on the show? Is yeah, she she just, so she's like, you need to do a Tim Tam Slam. She says, the shit. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm mad. I forgot about it when I brought the Tim Tams, but it was too much going on. I had the toaster, I had the new, I had the the Vegemite. It was like it was a lot. Which with the avocado, kind of fire. Mm-hmm. Very delicious. Bad girl, cas cas. Bad girl, cas cas. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode. Sure. Of dudes behind the food. Thanks for watching. Hope you guys liked it. Hope you liked our adventures and um, epic failed stories. Um. Let us know where you would want us to do a Send Foods episode at. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 but real quick, you know, I had a meeting with uh, Thrillist recently and they were like, hey, you know, we still plan on doing Send Foods. Oh, really? So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, sure. I mean, it's been very long. I mean, you know, COVID and everything. Yeah, COVID and everything, but they said they, they, they're still doing it, so. Well, maybe you guys will see some new Send Foods and we could talk about more stories. Yay. Well, like, comment, subscribe, uh, share it, rate it five stars on wherever you listen to podcasts at, and uh, we'll keep doing it. Thanks, guys. I'm Tim Chantarangsu. And I'm David So. Bye. Adios. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.